0: Hey guys, welcome to the Lang Foundations Podcast. This is your co-host, Davis
1: Hambrick. Joining alongside
0: me today is Walker Lott. What's up, Walker? What's up, man?
1: Hanging out in a hotel room. I uh, had an electric conversation with Luke. Dude, was he's legit, man. It was it was awesome. I took the electric from him. He said it, so now I want to say it. But uh, no, he is an entrepreneur. Uh, he did not start out in construction, uh, which is cool, which is like most of the people that we hang out with. Uh, but he got into it and he just started doing it, man. He just started He just tried it. He went out there. He's like, I'm going to start a company. I'm going to do marketing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to read one or two books. and I'm just going to try it. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, Just got a ton of wisdom to give at a young age, a ton of good ideas, gave us a lot of good ideas that we're going to run with. Um, And, you know, we'll give them credit on the side, but we're going to run with it. And man, it was a blast hanging out with them. I, I enjoy every time we get to what you think about it.
0: What I like about Luke is that, you know, he has everything is strategic, but yeah, you know, it's in a way that, um, I don't know. I just I feel his heart to give. You know, yep. I know that's something he just keeps talking about, but talking about how he wants to donate here, how he wants to help this person here, how he's giving his time here, how I'm giving away, and I'm just like he's just giving. That's all giving, giving. Yeah. Obviously, he's running a business and he's, yeah, he's building relationships, but I mean. When it gets down to it, when we really think about construction, how well do you treat your relationships? Is this something you cherish? Like, is it something that you actually, as a person, am thinking about, well, today I just got to go push this concrete sub and see what he wants to do? Or, no, am I actually invested in who this guy is who's leading the concrete trade? Or, hey, who about the guys actually performing the work? Or just anything in life, you know, how easy is it to go throughout your day just – trying to push people around, get what you want out of it instead of how about we flip that. And this is yeah. where I think a, a lot of people need to get to the point in construction. When we get to the point where we're not worried about ourselves, when we're actually given, that's the point we're going to start to like collaborate, have good teams. It's kind of that, that IPD motto where everybody has that buy-in, but you know, I just get that from Luke. I, I get someone that just wants to invest in people and he wants to give. I mean, I just appreciate his heart. His heart is just so willing 100%. To, to share. And, Like you say, Walker, when you start to talk to him, it's refreshing. Like it is to have someone that just, I I mean, yeah, I do this stuff, but let's throw that out the window. Okay, I'm just going to pour into Davis and Walker today. And that's just so cool. It's so cool to see someone that's willing to give on top of all the other stuff that he's doing, phaser marketing, dirtbags podcast, phaser Friday. Like the guy's just doing a lot and I I just couldn't be more of a fan and we're going to do whatever
1: we can to help elevate him. 100%. 100%. He, he takes the focus off of himself, off of his business and puts it on other, other people. And that's what it's about. You said it great. I mean, it is about other people. It's about giving your time, not just your money, because the that's most right. valuable resource that we have is our time. That's right. And he does just that. So guys, super pumped to have you guys listen to it. Cannot wait. If you are a construction company in the dirt world, in the $1 to $10 million range, uh, listen up because you will 100% benefit from Luke and, and his company, Phaser Marketing. So without further ado, Luke Egglebrod. I just kind of want to talk about your future. Um, we've
0: talked about you know, the services you provided, you know, the podcasts you're working with, some of the amazing things you're doing to give back. What's your mission with Phaser Marketing?
2: That's a great question. So the mission, I think, is bigger than... And I want to be clear on this too, because it, um, you know, with BuildWit's mission, they're very clear in the industry and I think they're just going to crush it and absolutely go for it. So with phaser marketing, like I'm so passionate about the construction industry, but I'm also passionate about really helping people achieve their dreams. I would say that is more of my mission. And I don't know if that just is because I'm not from the construction industry, but if I can do that, and if our clientele are in the construction industry, I help those business owners achieve their dreams and have more time to do what they want to do. On the flip side, um, if we're our fundraiser, you know, if we're donating $50,000 in the future to the organization or the Boys and Girls Club, that is helping them achieve their dreams as well, and those kids. So I would say that is more of our mission with Phaser. Um, It is a company that I just believe in transparency and having fun and being out there. So one of my other favorite things to do is to see entrepreneurs do what they want to do. And I want to be a resource first and a marketing agency second. So if I can use use Phaser to be a resource and people feel comfortable reaching out to me with any questions, whether, you know, 99% of the people I talk to, I'm never going to work with or get paid from them. And that's totally fine. And so if I can give an inside look on that and have them feel comfortable to reach out to me. Uh, that is actually probably one of my favorite things to do is to work with other entrepreneurs and just, you know, what are your goals? Like how, how are we doing and right. try and give some insight on how they can get started with, with what they love doing.
0: I love that too, because, you know, I'm big on stewardship. And so, you know, I was taught that, you know, specifically growing up, it was with tithing. So that, that's a different story, but you know, I started to see, especially in college when I didn't have, I didn't have anything like, you know, I, I was, had to pay for my school, had to pay for my living. And so it was like, you know, down to the penny, you know, I'm, I'm counting pennies. Um, but you know, I was convicted in a way of like, what am I doing with my time? Like, what am I doing to invest in other people? Cause you know, I didn't have a lot of money, you know? Yeah. I could still, I give 10% and do that to my local church. But, you know, really at that point, it was the most valuable thing to me was my time. And so it's like, yeah. What you're saying right now, you know, 99% of the people I probably come in co- contact with, I may not be you know, working with them, but I'm investing that time with them, whether or not I get value out of it or not, but I want to invest in that person. And you just don't see a lot of companies or the uh, the CEO of a company wanting to say that you know it's just cool it's kind of it's like Walker said it's refreshing to hear that because I hope to be that to anybody I come in contact with I hope to be a breath of fresh air and, and them to know that Davis cares more about that person than trying to get something out like I, like I need something from you
2: yeah it's and I got to bring this up because people always ask me too like how do you get you know, kind of a lame example, but how do you get people to engage on your business, social media? And I say, it's just the power of reciprocity, like flip the script here. You know, if you want people to engage with your stuff, to call your phone, to ask questions, do that to other companies. And you'll be surprised. Like if, if phaser marketing is reaching out to all these other companies and not asking for their business, but saying like, oh, that's awesome. Like, you know, what kind of siding is that? Or, you know, commenting on, you know, whatever it is in the community. And that goes so much further, because then, you know, it always comes back. And if you if you take care of those people, they'll take care of you. And you you should never expect that, though, from people and just, you know, hey, I did it for you. You do it to me. Just do it. And, you know, the good ones, will they'll uh, they'll come right back. And that's You know, building up people in your corner and businesses in your corner that want to see you succeed—they genuinely want to see you succeed—and they'll get you there,
0: right? But the the other part to that is like the giving thing and not expecting anything in return. That's more freeing to me. You know, I just being open. If we're gonna get we're getting kind of deep here, but you know, in my own life, I used to be not very giving, and the Lord spoke to me and said, "We wonder why you don't get enough grace, Davis." Like, you know, seriously, like how willing was I to actually give grace to someone else or to take a little bit out of my own day to, to give and not expect anything in return. And you realize once you start doing that, um, it, it comes back. And like, not that well, I want that, but like, man, I just want to invest in you. And literally, I don't want anything in return. I just want to help you. That's it. And then just go out about your day. And that person may not help you, but someone else
2: will. Yeah, and it's weird. that brought up a good point, too, because you have to be, you know, when you're talking about a gift, you have to be good at receiving the gift, too. If somebody genuinely wants you to take this gift or this that's advice good. and man. take it for free, like, accept yeah, it, man. I mean... Yeah, yeah. That, that's you a lot.
1: Whole- Go ahead. I, was, I, I talked to a guy uh, the other day, shout out, his name's David Dunn. Uh, he does something cool with LinkedIn software. It basically helps you find anyone you need and it will go on there. And if you want, uh, if you want to find plumbers on LinkedIn in a certain area, he will. That software will go and find plumbers in that specific area and get every single list of them that he can get. Uh, but really, he just calls people all day long, and he might tell them about the software they ask. But he just wants to build a relationship. So he read a book called The Go Giver, and it was pretty cool. It's basically just what can I what can I give instead of take? I'm not going to ask. And he might talk about the software with you if you wanted to, I inquired about it, but really more. it's was like, Hey dude, I want to get to know you. I want to know what you do. I want to know where you're from. And I just want to build a relationship with you. You might never, ever buy this from me ever, but we could just be friends and get to know each other a little bit. And how can I help you sort of thing? And, and it's exactly what you're saying. And it's just relieving. It's like, Oh good. He doesn't want anything from me. You know, if I say right. no, He's not going to get mad, and it's the same thing you're talking about. Is like just build a relationship with someone because you never know what's going to happen down the road. Like with with you and I, it, we from all of us, we might never get anything from each other, but we have a relationship, and I think right. we will. I think we can help each other tremendously in every different, a lot of different areas. But as an example, you know, just getting to know someone like you is is awesome for us. For I'm getting a ton of wisdom from this podcast just listening to Davis <laughs> and Luke talk. No, Walker, so it's, Walker, it's we're not cool. going to help each other ever. No, David, <laughs> <we're>, go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh it's just, it's cool to see, man. And, and I love what you do. And I love that your approach to it, because again, it, not a lot of people do that for, so for those who are listening, this is the right approach. It's doing the next right thing, because if you do the next right thing, then you're never not, it's, you're never going to be wrong. Like you, you're always going to be right because you're doing the next right thing. And, and so it's just like, you know, with your company, Luke, it's the exact same way, man. So what do you want to see phaser marketing do in the future? Kind of what is your, what is your 10 year goal? You know, where do you want to see this grow to and and how do you want to see yourself grow? What foundations do you want to lay right now? that are going to make for a a stronger future for you.
2: Yeah. So I will do, I'm horrible at 10 year goals because that's too far for me to think. Uh, I will do, I'll do five. Right. Meet in the middle. There we go. Um, so five-year goal, uh, a financial goal would be to have phaser at about five million in revenue. Uh, I think you know it's it's big enough to to get me there. Um, I think five years is a good good amount of time. Um, the reason I want to do that is because my other goal, piggyback off that, I want to donate a hundred thousand dollars awesome. in that in that year five. So I got a long ways to go, but uh, you know. What's the point of um yeah, what's the point of living if you don't have goals or passions or something to look forward to after this? So um I am very excited for that. But with that too, um, I want to help so many more people in our business internally. So we I haven't talked about this, but our team is made up of consistent subcontractors. So when I started the agency, I, you know, I knew I couldn't just hire people full time, like there's just zero percent chance that could happen i couldn't afford it so i I realized okay there's freelancers out there especially in the digital marketing world that do this for a living they do this every single day they build websites or they do graphic design and i realized i'm like oh i can just tell this person hey you're good at what you do do you want to work for phaser marketing on a contract and like obviously we'll supply the customers and it ends up being a win-win-win for everybody because A, the customers are getting great expert quality results. And it's not just me trying to do everything. Two, you know, phaser marketing is, you know, saving money on like paying for people's insurance, paying for full-time salaries. And we get a huge big team for a much lower cost. So instead of having everyone work 40 hours a week, Most of our people work 10, 20, 30 hours a week, you know, something like that depends on what they're doing. And then the third thing on the freelancer side, they get a chance to work wherever they want in the world. They can do whatever they want. They can get it done at whatever time they want. If they're, if they're better at working from 9 PM to eight and eight in the morning, more power to you. As long as it's done by the deadline day, that's fine. So our team, we have a team of about 12 right now and they're all over the country. And then we have one in Serbia and one in Australia. So cool. it's, it's been awesome to get to know these people, even though I've only personally met uh, a couple of them. So I'm excited to, you know, have a big phaser, phaser marketing uh, event someday. Do you
0: ever uh, want to have a, like an actual brick and mortar office or you think you will always be virtual?
2: That's a great question. I get asked that a lot and I never have a great answer. So I will say this though. Um, I could see myself having something for myself and maybe like one or two other people, like as we start growing, like for example, okay, we just doubled. I would probably get an office, maybe like a WeWork type situation and then have a full-time account manager that comes in the office with me. So then it's like, boom, we're locked in. We're going back and forth. Um, But as far as like a brick and mortar, like, you know, we're in Scottsdale, Arizona, here's our address. Stop on in. I don't think I'll ever have that because that just, it hurts the flexibility of the business and, you know, bringing, bringing on talent as well. I think that would be difficult. And also just uh, myself, I know Olivia and I, my wife, uh, we love to travel. We love to go to weddings. We love to go to birthday parties, you know, whatever it is. So I think just being like that digital nomad, but having a system that can sustain that is gonna be uh, essential for us. Yeah,
0: that's good. Walker, do you have anything before we hit our final few?
2: No, go for it, man. So
0: Luke, as we wind down, I'm sure you know what's coming. Um, these are two questions we always get, we always ask and um, I'm always excited to hear about it. So if you were talking to someone and you wanted to encourage them to, to think about coming into the construction industry, what are some qualities you think they should pursue?
2: So qualities, um, honestly, they got to. I think they got to be passionate. Passion is huge. Um, Good. I know I see it in you guys. Um, Most of the people I talk to, I see it um, with passion, positivity. It, you know, some people may think that's corny, but if you have somebody that's positive, it can bring up your whole team. Uh, if you have somebody that, you know, perceives things in a different way, if it's like, oh, yeah, at least it wasn't this bad, you know, it, that can yeah. bring up your entire team. And then somebody that really wants to grow somebody that's like, okay, I'm not just doing this for the paycheck. I'm not just doing this for the money or the benefits. It's like, um, and I'll just use this as an example as well Um, with Luke Payne and Black Iron, like he invests in his, in his guys and I, they're all awesome. And they're, they're invested into the company because they see a future with Black Iron. They see, okay, I'm not just cashing in a paycheck every two weeks. And then if I leave, nothing happens. Like I am buying into this company. I am, I am Black Iron, you know, and they're just like getting after it. So, uh, really finding somebody that wants to grow and be a part of that, uh, that company. Dude, That's awesome.
1: Those are fantastic answers. And you're right. It, it's the buy in that really gets you there. Yeah. But, dude, you, uh, man, you've done a lot in the little bit of time that you've had on this earth. Like Davis and I, you're about our age. Um, uh, but man, it's, you know, going from where you've been now, you've gotten to move a lot of different states. You've been in a company, you started a company, you 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 travel a lot. That gives a lot of good perspective too. What would you go back and tell your 20 year old self if you're just now starting this journey?
2: Let's see, 20, that would put me freshman year of college, just finishing up. Uh, oof, I. Uh So I I would tell my 20 year old self, um, stay in college, but focus more on this business idea that I'm going to slide this piece of paper your way. And I would give myself like <laughs> the idea, you know, and I don't know if I can do that or not, but the rules are, but, and I would tell we never give
1: you any rules. You can make them. Yeah. Up.
2: I would tell myself to, cause I'm 20. So I would tell myself to finish college because I, I met some of my best friends and had some of my best moments in those four years of college. So yes, was it expensive? Sure. You know, did I work hard to pay it off? Yes, but finish out the four years. But those side jobs that I did that kind of just like paid for my beer money and my gas station hot dogs, like I would get rid of that. And I would say, you're you're an entrepreneur, whether you think it or not, start a business and, you know, reach out to this person. So I would definitely do that. But I I don't want to take anything away from my college experience because, I was just thinking about it. Um, last week we were at a, a bachelor party in Minnesota and 15 of us, and I wouldn't have known a single person there if I would have left college when I was 20. So Man. it's, uh, it's really cool to think about. So
1: did you think about leaving college? Is that no, something not, that crossed not your mind? Months. Okay.
2: But I, okay. it's funny cause now I, my college education hasn't been used in the real world, I will say that. Um, but like, I do think it's okay to have a degree. And if I could go back, you know, I'd probably still do college more. So for the memories and all the friends I've met, but the education piece, um, I didn't, I didn't pick up a lot from that.
1: (laughs) There's some, there's some crazy statistic and it's like 70% of people that graduated don't use their degree. They might even be more than that, but that's nuts. And this shows all about you know, if you want to go to college, great. If you don't, great. Trades are incredible. Or yep. start a company, do whatever. But it, it, that doesn't define you. Like you said, you might not even use it. Like y- yeah. you're in a completely different space than you than you were in. Davis and I, are we're in construction, sure. But we're also doing a podcast and a couple other things along that that we didn't learn in college. You know, right. I, I like to say learning starts after college. Learning starts right. when you graduate. Because that's when right. you really start diving deep into a lot of different things.
0: Right. Did you did you like in college? Did you just learn how to study material, or did you actually want to learn? And I think that's what got me in the rhythm. I walk you yeah. in a minute too, like now we oh, just yeah. like that's that thing that's about love us to learn. now. We love it. You want to have a growth mindset and push yourself to get better.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean the first two years were ridiculous. Obviously, you know you're in like geography and. Um, yeah. You know, just a bunch of classes, and then of course my buddies and I were in bowling, and then we had a rock climbing class. So, like those classes were awesome. But as far as like, going to college with you, <laughs> yeah, no. As far as wanting to learn, you're spot on there because there were a couple classes. You know, public speaking, oddly enough, was one I loved it, and I did the Herb um, the the Miracle speech and uh, the 1980 Miracle speech for mine, and then for like another class, you know, oddly enough was just like the, like a legal class. I'm like, this is actually super interesting. So I think it's things that I yeah. found interesting that I just dove into. But other than that, I mean, it was tough to do anything. So I think finding something you're passionate about and then just going for it. I didn't realize that until after college when I found out what I really loved to do. And then, um, it's a game changer then. Yeah. Luke,
0: uh, since you mentioned it, can you close this out with the miracle speech?
2: Uh <laughs> night. <laughs> no, but <I can't. laughs> like what do you? How
1: can people get in touch with you? What do you want them to know about you? And where's the best place to find you?
2: Absolutely. So, uh, my name is Luke Eggebraten. Uh, You can text or call me. Honestly, my number is on my LinkedIn page. If you just search me, um, definitely down to text. Uh, You can search us on our website, phasermarketing.com. We also own Dirt Work Marketing and the Instagram page to that. And um, our podcast would be official Dirt Bags podcast, that's on Instagram, or Dirt Bags podcast on Spotify or any of your streaming services. Uh, And then lastly, you know, we have Phaser Friday, the last Friday of every month, Check it out for some sweet giveaways might be another dirt bike coming up. Oh, yeah. um, and then, yeah, I mean, honestly, I've pretty active on my personal stuff as well. You know, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, LinkedIn, like I mentioned, you know, feel free to shoot me a text or a message anytime and I'll make sure to you know, get right back to you. I'm always down to have a conversation.
1: And if you're a dirt work company in the one to $10 million range, hit Luke up. cause he will help you succeed.
2: That's right. Yeah. Luke, thank you so
1: much, man. This was awesome. This is a blast. We truly appreciate you taking some time and getting to talk to us. And uh, man, looking forward to the next one. Appreciate it, boys. Thanks, Thanks, Luke. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast today. We cannot tell you how thankful we are for every single one of our listeners. And we genuinely want to know and learn about you a little bit more. So if you're interested, uh, maybe sending us a question or just saying, hey, or wanted to talk to us a little bit, please reach out to us at contact at laying-foundations.com. If you you didn't hear that, didn't understand it, you can go in our show notes and just click on the link and write us an email. Please, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Seriously, me and Davis get excited every single time we get an email from one of our listeners. It it, it genuinely makes our day. But if you want to find out a little bit more about us uh, via social media, Davis is going to tell you a little bit how to do that.
0: Yeah, thanks, Walker. Guys, like Walker said... Reach out to us any way you can. We appreciate feedback, whether you like it or not. You know, it helps us grow in any way. We're welcome. We're, we're here to listen. And whenever you guys tell us, we're going to try to implement that into our strategy. But how to get in contact with us on social media. We have a LinkedIn account called the Lang Foundations Podcast. We have uh, Walker, Walker Lott's LinkedIn profile. We have Davis Hambrick LinkedIn profile. We have a TikTok page called Lang.Foundations. We have an Instagram page, Lang foundations and then you know that's where we're at these are all down in the in the show notes but guys we just want to put this out there and however you want to get in contact with us we're 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 imploring you please just reach out to us we'll respond we'll get back to you and we want to hear from you that that, you're the reason one of the reasons why we're doing this we want to hear from you we want to hear feedback how can we grow and how can we get better because like we said before um Receiving accountability and receiving feedback is one of our core values, and that defines Walker and I at our core. We want to hear your feedback, and we want to be held accountable.